Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hello, Harmony. Hello, Allison. It's so nice to see you. You as well. You've been you a as well. very, very busy person hanging out with Spike Lee mm-hmm. and Gary V. Did mm-hmm. everybody there have to have a name that rhymed? Uh, yes, okay. that is helpful. <laughs> that okay. and an NFT. Yes, yeah, it all goes together. Well, you've got to tell Gary us all about v. that. Um, yeah, it is my, my, it's actually something I should have been at, but because you have your platform as an editor in chief of Mm -hmm. Twin City Business, I said, Allie, you go. I see. Is that how it went down? That was how it went down. Okay. Good to know. Right. Because as a tech reporter, I'm hoping you can really dive in and talk about, you know, some of the NFT issues today, Uh uh gas charges and, you know, well, I will get to some of the things later on, you know, interestingly, um, you know, we, I couldn't make it because it was this morning. Seth Green is in town to speak. He's one of the keynotes this morning at VCon. You know, he had $200,000 worth of um, NFTs stolen <gasps> out of his crypto wallet this week. So I was wondering if you had a bit of a lowdown oh, on that. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sad. That's it what happens. It, is. it doesn't matter where your wallet is, in yeah. your pocket or I- on bit. Or no, on um, a blockchain. Mm-hmm. See, I know the words. Right, you okay. do. So um, I will say this. Minneapolis is um, alive this weekend. It started on um, Thursday. So Gary Vaynerchuk, it's like if you know him, you know him. If you don't, you don't care. And people, he is very divisive. Some people adore him. Most of them are male. Most oh, of yeah. them are Young. very, yes. I would say the um, the target, a, this crowd is largely like, you know, maybe 20s to mid 30s, very bro kind of, you know, yes, very male. It's fascinating. I've not been in a, at a conference like this. And Probably not. Like, wow, it's crazy. Some so, were in costumes, I noticed. Yeah, that's a weird thing, too. I, I didn't mean, get some it. of it. So, so, so just a quick crash course. Um, and I talked to Lori and Julia about this this week as well. So, Gary V, as he's known on social media, and it's V E E. Um, his, he started out running his father's liquor store in New Jersey. And it was early, early, early days mm-hmm. of YouTube. And he said, hey, we should talk about wine on YouTube and we could sell wine online. Mm-hmm. And this was, you know, 20 plus years ago. People are like, what? Crazy. Like, nobody yeah. is going to buy wine online. Are you kidding? 
Anyway, he turned his father's $1 million nice local business into a $60 million empire. Really? Um, it's winelibrary.com. It's still in business. And he became known as the YouTube wine guy because he wasn't afraid to, he's a fast talker, he's a New Jersey guy, yeah. and he would say he liked things or didn't like things, and it was like, what? People started You're, believing in Yes. Him. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, I've got this big platform. I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. I want to talk about business. I want to talk about empathy. I want to talk about, you know, whatever. And he's been early to, he was an early investor in Twitter, in Facebook, in Uber, in Airbnb. Like he has sort of been someone who has developed this reputation for kind of seeing what's coming. In the future. I also and he's saw... been right. And so if you love him or hate him, you can't deny that he has been he's successful. right about a lot of things. He's worth $200 million. He has a huge organization. He does marketing for big brands. He does, you know, all these different things. And he wanted to do a conference when he discovered, like you, Mom, NFTs. Ah, he got to it first. He did a Darn deep it. dive, and so he created an NFT collection. He's also a collector, he, so and you can understand how it relates, because he loves baseball cards and any kind of collectible. And so NFTs and okay. owning, you know, so he created, he made, I kid you not, I mean, it's like, you, is he laughing at all? He created these characters, the patient penguin, the cartoon kind of character kind of i mean they're like little sketches he's not a real artist he actually drew them turned them into nfts and those became the v friends when you bought one that gets you entrance admission to vcon the conference that is here in minneapolis right now what does it cost to buy them well when they first went on the market uh you know last spring they started around like the equivalent. It's all in cryptocurrency, but they right. started around the equivalent of maybe like one to two thousand oh. dollars. Then they went up way up. Like there was a time when I wrote a story about the fact that this conference was coming and that was back in the February, February. issue of Twin Cities Business. Right. The lowest price at that point that you could get on the secondhand market resale was like over thirty thousand dollars. What? A couple of his sketches, a couple of Gary V's sketches, the, just the sketches alone, these little penguins and dinosaurs and whatever they are sold through um christie's auction for close to a half million dollars the real ones the actual or the sketches the, no just the sketches just the sketch. for the nfts so, like we should start sketching he thinks i kid you not this is a man gary v who compares himself to walt disney excuse and me? he doesn't do it ironically he believes That he is creating a world that his characters that are currently NFTs are going to be on backpacks that our kids are going to carry to school. That these characters are going to become a whole world. How is that going to happen? How do kids know about him? Kids don't know about him, do they? Actually, yes, they do. Do they? They do. So here's the thing. My kids, who rarely care at all what I'm doing. Yeah. I've been talking about this because it's been coming up and we wrote about it. They pay no attention. All of a sudden, it's something clicked. And the other day, they're like, wait a second. You're going to actually meet Gary V 
And oh, I'm you're like, kidding. Yeah, because he's on TikTok. Oh, they of know course. him from TikTok, and this is his mastery. So he will speak to marketing executives on LinkedIn. He will speak to the kids on TikTok, and it's all kind of about it's this sort of like hustle culture mentality, yeah. and it's like yeah. just go out and do it, and you can make something of it. But there's also this element of like you can be really kind, and you can have an abundance mentality where I don't have to be competitive. I'm going to win, but you can win too. It's okay. a little cultish. It's a little yeah. like, wow, what is happening here? And these people are devoted. But there are more than 100 celebrity speakers in town. So Spike Lee yes, was got to talk uh, to on him. the main stage yesterday in the morning, decked out head to toe in Prince. Head to toe. He loved Prince. They were good friends. He talked about how he asked Prince if he could have a guitar. And Prince didn't really answer. And then a year later, a guitar showed up at his house and it was from Prince. You're kidding. And then he asked Prince to sign it. And Prince was like, dude... Like, I gave you the guitar. Like, Leave enough is enough. But um, he, um, Spike, after I spoke to him yesterday, was headed to Paisley Park. Oh, He okay. hadn't been there since Prince invited him for the filming of Graffiti Bridge. Oh, that's which a was long the time ni- ago. Yeah, that came out in 1990. So it's been a long time. Yeah. But he said, I'm not going to be sad when I go there because his spirit is still with us. Um, he was wearing custom Air Jordans that had been spray painted purple for him that said Purple Rain and Sign of the Times on them. Um, and yeah, it was really sweet. Um, you know, we, we and- talked about George Floyd. He was going to try to stop by the memorial oh, as oh, well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, I mean, and legend. Snoop Dogg Total legend. Is- going to be here Snoop Dogg and Eva is, Longoria Eva Longoria is this afternoon I'm going to go over there and here to see her really she is she's going to be talking about women and web three because let's be honest this is not right now a very female world and I will say and we've touched on this a little bit but this is kind of what like Reese Witherspoon and Gwyneth Paltrow and some of them have been talking about that you see this like why are all the guys the ones getting in on this now some might think this is all a pyramid scheme and it's all going to go away I think there's a middle ground you know Mm -hmm. the technology exists I don't think it's going to disappear I think we do need to understand it is it good for the world Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. But I don't think it's going to go away. And so you need to know where things are headed and where technology is headed. And why should these young guys get all the make all the money? Well, you know, the thing that was interesting is I was talking to my sister yesterday about this because she said, I don't understand. And Mm -hmm. who is he and all of that? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, it kind of reminds me. In fact, they did a Super Bowl commercial. But many years ago when the Internet started, Katie Couric and Brian Gumble were the hosts of the Today Show. And they have a clip of them. This was before the commercial. This was in real time. Yeah. Where she's saying, what is the internet? And what oh is that God. little mark that looks like an A in a circle? Is it at? What is that? Uh, I mean, and so you think, that oh my goodness, right. that is not that long ago. Totally. And nobody knew what well, that was. And I will so. say, so we, Twin Cities Business, we partnered with um, the department, that with DEED, Minnesota DEED, the Department of um, Economic and 
with, of, of employment and economic development. That those are okay. the letters. Um, and greater MSP. And we did a, a a small breakfast with Gary to kind of bring some business leaders to talk to him before all this hoopla started. Um, and and that was kind of what he was saying. He's like, look, you know, there was a time when we all said there is no way people will buy tomatoes on the internet. Yeah, that's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Do, there was a time when when your parents were afraid you should never put your credit card number in the internet. Yeah. You know, you're going to get raw, you know, and yeah. these are things now that are, it's hard to believe, but he said he lives in today, not yesterday, not where you've got to understand what's possible. And then, you know, um, it doesn't mean go everything's going to work. I mean, exactly. NFTs are not big right now. Things have gone down as far well, as the, the popularity and the purchases. From what the, I have the read. Values, yeah, the, the values. values. Yeah. But but that's true of everything right now, the market and cryptocurrency and everything else. Yeah. And what he would answer to that, what Gary Vee would say is that that you know, don't get in as a day trader. If you're getting in to get rich quick, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's long this term. is a long game. The other thing that I was surprised, he started Resi, which is more people I think know open table to yes. make reservations. Yes. But their Resi is yes. out there too, and that's his. Right. One of many, many companies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. He's married and got two kids, did you tell me? He does. Me? He doesn't talk about them a lot. Okay. Although his his social media does say family first. But yeah, they're well, not really, first, they're not part they're of, not in the way. <laughs> they're not, they're not in this. But okay. I will tell you this, at the party at the Commons um, outside U.S. Bank on Thursday night, after the hail, yeah. then the sun <laughs> came out and the rainbows, it was crazy. Huh? See, he has a way. And Thousands of people were out there and um, they didn't have to pay to come to that. No, that was a ticketed event. You had to be part of going to the conference or invited. Um, But there was this huge long line. And I'm like, is this for food? Is this for the bathroom? No, it was to take a selfie with Gary Vee. Wow. People waited hours. That's what it's all about. Goodness. Yes. Okay. Okay. More on that and more on many other things, including the essential pieces you're going to need this summer. What's going on with art fairs, kind of the opposite of the NFT world, <laughs> yeah. actual art fairs happening this weekend and beyond. We'll fill you in on all that next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So Target announced a new collection this week are you excited about this are you do you know tabitha brown mom you know not personally i certainly don't um i have heard of her she's an actress she has written bestsellers she's also what what kind of bestsellers you know what i don't know okay we'll have to find out she's a big influencer that target has worked with before um very big on on social media mm-hmm. and she is going to do four limited time collections throughout this next year everything from apparel swim accessories home and office food kitchenware entertaining wow, so service. i mean obviously um she is popular with yeah. everyone and targets worked with her for over the last 2 years or so Mm-hmm. And so anyway, she is the first collection will come out on June 11th, which is not very far away. And this is going to be clothing that they say is bursting with bright hues and bold patterns. And there'll be 75, more than 75 uh, apparel and accessory items, most of them under $30 and sizes ranging from extra, extra small to 4X while supply lasts, because that's always, you know, the case with with these um, 
partnerships Mm -hmm. that they have. And she also stars, and I didn't know this, she stars in Tab Time, which is a YouTube original kids show. Mm -hmm. And the book that she wrote is called Feeding the Soul. And it's her message of love and optimism and all that sort of thing. Well, it's certainly cute. I mean, she is like, she is just one of those like magnetic personality, like huge smile kind of people. Then the bright prints seem to sort of exude her enthusiasm for everything. It looks really, it looks really fun. Yeah. So um, that's something to put on your calendar if you would like to check those things out. Tell us one more time. When when does it launch? June 11th. Okay. And in stores and online. Okay. Well, I'm sure Target appreciated a couple headlines about that to counteract the real news of the week, which was that um, profits are down. Now, I think the thing we have to keep in mind is that, you know, we're coming off of record, record shattering years right i mean quarter after quarter of just insane unbelievable growth that it's not really a surprise that things are down but um i think what's interesting is i mean they weren't making it sound like this is going to end anytime soon like this is about supply chain it's about transportation right it's all of that that is is causing because sales are actually up Mm -hmm. somewhat but and it isn't just target Walmart had the same kind of report. Right. Um, and so, you know, it, they said that, you know, part of the problem is that the distri- the discretionary cat- categories are what, you know, are not moving. Like and I mean, did. look, it doesn't take you don't have to be an economist from Harvard to know all you have to do is walk through a Target or Walmart and know what you paid for things a year ago and what you're paying I, now. It is. I don't in, remember in my life no. a time where the price increases were this shocking. In fact, I have to say I had not I've been in what I call the little Target Um but I hadn't been in a super target in a long time because I a lot of times do the pickup and I think all it's that. Cute that you call it a little yeah, target. Little I don't target. think they call it well, that. Well, I do though. But the super target, first of all, I mean, it's just so big. I mean, uh, they now, besides like having packages of cookies, they have you know like bulk like they do at Costco. Mm. And so there's just so much. It's like exhausting. But what I was shocked two things. First of all, yes, I guess I hadn't expected. To see the prices even at Target be as high as they were. And there were so many empty shelves. Yeah. Just amazing. Not and just the baby formula. No, no, All no. Over. And there was a guy that was stocking and I said, is this because of, you know, shortage or you guys are just, you know, late? Put-? He said, it's a combination. But um, so, yeah, it it is kind of shocking. The only place that I didn't see that, that I've been lately mm-hmm. and now I'm afraid to go back, was Trader Joe's. I shopped at Trader Joe's a couple of weeks ago and did not notice a big increase in prices. Hmm. So now everybody well, will go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, but. I mean, it's a somewhat different formula for them because so much of what they make is their own is it, yeah, brand. Right. I don't know if that yeah. would have anything to I don't do know, with it. But, but. Um, it, it's... It's I mean, now targets. Brian Cornell was out on all the news shows this week saying that they will not pass all of these increases right. on to consumers. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like maybe they won't, but I feel like the brands already are. Well, it's this is a tough time for everyone. It right really now. is. Yep. it really no is. No easy answers. Absolutely. Okay, we will be back with more Shop Girls. How about a two hundred thousand dollar facelift? Oh, I love That's it. Next. <laughs> 
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I just want to say, I know we have to talk about $200,000 facelifts after talking about how the price of groceries <laughs> yeah. and, and staples are, are going through the roof. It's just these different worlds that we live yes. in here in America. Um, but before we do that, if you're planning your Saturday and you're listening in real time, which I hope you are, um, I just want to mention that Artaworld is on. First time in two years. You know, they had to cancel it for the pandemic. It's back. Did you know that Art of World is the largest open studio tour in the entire country? No, I yes, did it is. not. Yes, it is. And huh. it is right here in Northeast Minneapolis happening this weekend. Um, more than a thousand artists, galleries and businesses are participating. More than 60 locations. You can see demonstrations of art. You can buy and local have art. music too. There's tons of yeah. stuff going on. Uh, restaurants, breweries. It's all free. It's all open to the public. Go to, um, it's the Northeast uh, Northeast Minneapolis Arts Association. Their website is nema n e m a a dot org, and you can plot out your whole weekend right there. But all the galleries open um, from at, basically starts at noon today, noon to eight p.m., and then again on Sunday from noon to five p.m. Well, that so. would certainly keep you busy all yes weekend. and while we're doing a little um culture i just um i just want to say that i got to go to the guthrie last night oh. where i had not been in a long no, time i haven't either and see a raisin in the sun and wow was it amazing the was acting it? the step the set spectacular if you oh. have time it's here into june highly highly recommend even if you've seen it before i mean people yeah, you i know, remember the movie yeah but yeah. this is a really extraordinary um performance of it and and just the, it's an amazing cast and crew okay yeah well, thank you for your review that concludes my art report <laughs> back to facelifts. back to facelifts yes and um you know the rich are different from the rest of us. <laughs> no, they're just like us. Yeah, no, not so much. Uh-huh. Um, so there was a, an article in the New York Times, and I mean, <clears throat> I read it with my mouth hanging open. Um, it started out talking about this woman who traveled from her home in Texas to New York, and she basically shelled out $230,000 for a nip and tuck at the hands of a doctor that maybe we're supposed to know. His name is Andrew Giacono, a plastic surgeon. Well, okay, you might. Is he on reality TV? No, he's best known because he did Mark Jacobs recent. Oh gosh. I wait. And there's a link I'm clicking. I haven't seen seen his facelift. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, Now the cost of her surgery. Now you have to understand all the things that she got a brow lift, upper and lower eyes, facelift, lip, 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 lift, neck lift, earlobe reconstruction, rhinoplasty. And she said it was a little higher than she expected, but she loved the the results. And this is the comment that I love the most. She said, are you ready? Mm -hmm. I have a Rolls Royce. I have three homes. I have everything I could possibly want. I was still depressed. (laughs) The way I look at this, this is my face and it's going everywhere I go. So why not a $200,000 facelift? Oh, my gosh. So, I, you know, I mean, I suppose everything is relative. And in her world, maybe that is not, you know. I think of a few charitable organizations. A few, but no, we don't know. Maybe she gives to yes. those as well. Oh, um, you know, and she's gross. saying people buy artwork and spend that and, yeah. and so forth. Now, 
in reality, you don't have to pay that for a facelift, according to this article. I mean, there are some very competent <coughs> doctors, excuse me, that charge forty to fifty thousand uh-huh, uh-huh. dollars. But some of them call them designer. Facelift. I was going to say this is going to this will become the new status symbol, yes. right? Like it's not enough to get a facelift; you've got to get a fancy facelift. Right. And some of these doctors say they feel like they love artwork and they look at it as a beautiful painting wow. that they're creating. And wow. you know, it's different from just a basic facelift. You mm-hmm. know, so um, you know, I guess everything is relative, and if you can afford it and want to do something like that. Now, besides that, there's a doctor in Beverly Hills who says besides the actual facelift, there's the post-operative care that is included. So that includes 24-7 direct access to your surgeon and at-home nurses. And you can have all of these things taken care of for you if this is what you want. He said it's like a luxury hotel. Oh, and when you stay five days and four nights, and if mm-hmm. and you spend two hundred thousand on a facelift, and so then you get this as well. Hmm. So you know, I mean, you've got to think about all of these things. It is good to know what's available. It out is. There. And yeah. what about those of us who just want a new mascara or lipstick? Well, <laughs> and hope for the best. <laughs> That's a little different. But Lady Gaga has you, you know, kind of taken care of with that. You know, we've talked about her of I don't know if it's a couple years ago that she came out with her um line her house labs it was called. Mm-hmm. Actually it was in, in 2018. And she is relaunching this. I and, didn't know had it stopped? Well, I think I don't think it stopped. It was out. with it was with Amazon. This is a whole different thing. Excuse me, it was the original brand was called House Laboratories. Okay. Now it is called House Labs. Labs. And House is H A U S. And it will it, it came out, she in, introduced it on her social media platforms on May 9th, but it hasn't launched yet. It is now going to be in Sephora. Mm. And it will be in Sephora in the US and Canada and also on houselabs.com beginning June 9th. Hmm. And she says she's very excited to to bring a brand new supercharged clean artistry makeup to the world through a place that's inspired me for years, Sephora. So why did she go with Amazon to begin with then? <laughs> you know, maybe that she wasn't as inspired then. Yeah. But um there are many products that are on her um mind that she has actually brought out hmm. is bringing out on her new uh well her beauty collection. shots for the launch look pretty spectacular yeah um, yeah if you can look like that do you think a makeup artist had anything to do with those i'm gonna guess maybe but i will say i mean it does feel like for a lot of those a lot of these new brands launching like when you get into sephora it's sort of like it, th- these days that's when it's like okay oh absolutely and I, you know, it. I don't know why she started with Amazon, but, you know. Maybe uh, even Lady, Lady Gaga has to prove herself. Do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Don't Maybe know. she had to sing them a few songs. Now, the other, now, have you ever heard of a Filipino makeup brand called Sunny's? I am not sure. Well, apparently this is a really big company that has been, everybody in all of the, um, Asian countries have loved this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Based it, in the Philippines. It, right. 
but they've never sold it in the U.S. until now. It's okay. only been in China, Singapore, Malaysia, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So they've got a big following, and they are now bringing it to <clears throat> the U.S. Okay, um, They were a, a big hit immediately in Philippines, and on launch day, their website hit nearly 3 million views. So, you wow. know. Um, How did they do that? Did they have some celebrity? I, and, I mean, I wonder I, what made it blow up like that. I, that I, I can't tell you because I don't know a lot of the okay. celebrities in the Philippines. All right. So but where is it going to be Now what they're here? doing is they're starting out with lip color mm-hmm. um, in America. And it's a direct-to-consumer U.S. launch. And you go to their website, which is sunnyface, S-U-N-N-I-E-S, mm-hmm. sunnysface.com. That's cute. It is cute. And they've got, it looks like wonderful shades. There are 15 shades. And the main thing that they have been so successful with is they've got tones for every skin, colors for every skin tone. Yeah. So, you know, that's, and it's also. Mega pigmented lipsticks. Right. And it's cruelty and paraben and fragrance free. Mm -hmm. And the tubes are not expensive. They're $16 a tube. Hmm. And. As I say, they'll be exclusive through the website. You can go on the website and see all of the different colors. I'm kind of tempted to try one of those. I'm curious. What you know, when Fatima was here a couple of weeks ago, when you yep. were off, she was talking about some brands that she's ordered online that, and you know, that are not available in stores. You know, we've talked numerous times to people who've tried um, Jones Road, which is Bobby Brown's new line, yeah. and she does a great job of doing tutorials online to show you. But it's a little tricky to pick a color. Virtually, right? right? right. I'm, I'm so curious from our listeners what products you've ordered online, color, makeup kind of products where you've got a match to your own skin that you've been successful with. I really want to know. And I wonder if you can return them. I mean, now in a, de- mm. in a department store, you can. I mean, yeah. if you get a lipstick and the color doesn't work well, or in, in Sephora or Ulta, you can return it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what happens when you get it online 651-641-1071 is our number if you have uh, a makeup success story from online that you want to share with us you know um speaking of returns yes did you hear about zara no did you hear that they are (laughs) excuse me um they are experimenting they're going to start charging for returns charging yes they're 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 any kind of return i mean for online returns, they're going to start in the UK. But if you bought something, so if you bought it online, you can still return it for free in the store. But I guess if you want to send it back, they're going to add a fee to to it. The truth is, who wants to send it back if you can just go to the store? It's a pain to well, that. that's your bias because oh, you like okay. going in stores. I don't. I think not everybody does. But um, what ki- is it? But a, the thing for Zara, charge? Um, I think a couple dollars. It's this is all in pounds. They're going to charge one ninety five in pounds to return clothes that will come off of the cost of the refund. So they're oh. trying it there, and then huh. I, mean, I think it's like I think it's equivalent to you know a, a it would couple be like dollars, three dollars here. Maybe. I mean, there are brands here and there that do that. It really angers me. It's definitely enough for me to not order from them or to think yeah. about it in the future. For Zara, the problem is they've got such 
ridiculously long lines, this could drive more people to do returns in store, which is going to be terrible for them. Oh, because it's right. already terrible right. lines yeah. to you go into the store. For so long. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this catches on and if that becomes commonplace. I wonder how much that will change the way we shop online. Do you know uh, any other stores that are doing that? Um, not at this scale. I mean, like I said, there there are some that will charge, you know, s- smaller boutique brands yeah. that will charge, you know, kind of like a restocking fee, but um, well, I, not, they, at, not at the kind of scale that Zara right. is. They charge restocking fees like for electronics. Yes. I know. Yeah. But I've never heard yeah. of that for... I don't well, know. I don't think that's going to help with uh, the goodwill of the probably customers. Probably not. No. But, no. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see. Yes, it will. Um, well, when we get back, it'll be time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? That's coming up right ahead on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, it is that time where we look at a couple of trends. You've probably been thinking about going to the grocery store just in your underwear and a trench coat. And you might be wondering, whose look is that anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? That before you go to the grocery store, you have to think, oh, shoot, I've got to figure out what blouse and what pants I'm wearing. Or you know. Yeah, I definitely dress for the grocery well, store. Well, of course you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. But if you are Julia Fox, mm-hmm. who, um, according to Harper's Bazaar, she is a model, actress, artist, and muse. I would just say the only way I know her is that she used to go with Kanye West for four minutes. Okay. Um, And I think that she probably, along with needing apples and oranges, Mm -hmm. thought, hey, why not get a little attention? Right. Having a slow day. She absolutely. She literally was wearing a bra and pants. Mm -hmm. But in her, uh, you know, in her favor, let, let us say, she did wear a denim blazer oversized oversized blazer blazer. just loose over it and denim boots and don't forget to describe the bag the handbag i'm still trying to figure it out it is a pair of jeans imagine okay picture this everybody so you take a pair of jeans yep you tie the legs together Yeah. turn it upside down turn it upside down tie them together you hold it over your arm suddenly you have it's a, a bag. bag. You cut the crotch. Yep. You put your stuff in. You Darn zip right. the pants. You got a bag. You got a bag. So she basically turned her pants into her handbag, did not wear pants, of course did not. not wear a top, went to the grocery store, bothered to put some stuff in bags, yeah. and then stood in the parking lot to have her picture taken. Well, it takes time to get everything into the car. That's a day. Know, all the groceries. That's a day. This is why when you hear celebrities are so, so busy, this is why they're busy. It takes a long time. <laughs> I will pay you to do this. Will you? I, I will. Okay. And I will come and take a picture. Yeah. Um, and I love also, they say new paparazzi photos. I am sorry. There is zero chance that she just did this and went to the store thinking maybe the paparazzi will oh. spot her. She invited them. She probably took her the people, pictures and handed people, them out. 
her Come people on. probably said, oh, she's going to the grocery store. And oh, yeah. by the way, she forgot to put clothes on. Oh, yeah. She's just walking down the street yeah. casually. We do have her... to post this because yeah. um, I think if you haven't seen it, you can't appreciate it. I That's love the handbag. But I'm going to do that. The takeaway is this kind of oversized <laughs> denim blazer is a thing. I mean, yeah, blazers, that's cute. blazers in general are get, and it's it's a light wash. Yeah, it looks very I don't know nineties eighties. I'm not sure yeah, what, but I mean it, it definitely looks like a throwback. But I mean this is a look that is coming back, and I think blazers in general are just getting um, yeah. even bigger and and baggier. I bought one. I have to say last Saturday yes, you, at Surgeon Jane, and, and it I looks stood so there. Cute. Thank you. you. I stood there for a while. It's Scotch and soda. I like that. Oh, brand. I love that brand. Yeah, um, I don't mind drinking one now and then. No, that's not really? true. Actually, <laughs> interesting information, the, mother. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I stood there for a while, you know, thinking like, oh, is it too big on me? I mean, you got to make sure that the proportions are right. I think I'm seeing some silhouettes out there on models where you've got kind of the boxier um, jacket with a fuller pant, and if you have a lot of height, I think you can maybe pull that off. Yeah. When you do not have a lot of height, I think you Another sometimes story. have to have to pick and choose so you don't just look like you're swimming in your clothes but right. i did it i i wore a a pant that was not skinny no, um but you know it was full no full, but it was it? like a straight leg yeah. pant with a boxier blazer and i felt okay yeah no it looked really cute but i yeah this is you know the blazer's fine and i, I think that's cute and it but you know all right, Forget what's Julia rest. Roberts doing? Julia Roberts was at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm. And, you know, all of the women come in these beautiful gowns. I mean, extravagant yes. kind of looks. But she didn't. Um, she was wearing a tuxedo. But, again, not exactly the kind that, that you see on most people. It was a, it's a jumpsuit mm-hmm. that actually has, like, tails in the back you know like if you were wearing a morning coat yes but it's all one piece but it's one piece and with it she has a necklace on this is the part that just absolutely floored me it is a chopard necklace mm-hmm. featuring a 100 carat yellow diamond yeah 100 carat. that's a lot of carrots that's a yeah. lot of carrots mm-hmm. a whole bunch but I mean, she I had like a, this look. She I, had I mean, a very strappy you know open sandal high heel you know mm-hmm. very pretty i i don't like the tail i'm not into the the tail but the idea of a i I mean women are loving jumpsuits we feel good in them it's one piece it's easy and the idea of a tuxedo styled jumpsuit that's really you know dressy it had sleeves it was you know kind of a a tapered leg which looked great with heels yeah i like that um yes i don't love the the tail either um at night for another evening she wore a a suit in a way i guess you could say but it was quite beautiful it was a dior jacket mm-hmm. um worn with a a tulle skirt long skirt mm-hmm. and a brooch a beautiful brooch on it and that was pretty I, I i love julie roberts i'm not always a fan of how she dresses no but um i thought this looked very very pretty so yeah. she um she, you know, she can't do any wrong, really. She can do whatever she wants. She, she doesn't can. really care. She, she doesn't. So, you know. The other fine. thing so that we have um, a little bit of time to talk about is that brown seems to be an unexpected popular color for spring, at least among celebrities. And mm-hmm. God knows we want to do whatever they do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. 
Um, anyway, rather than some of the lighter colors or, or neons that you know you kind of think of as what people are are excited to wear, there has been this kind of um, surge of celebrities wearing brown, which certainly is a neutral. Mm-hmm. You know, same as as black would be, or or navy blue. You've never been a brown fan. Not totally. I'm not. I mean, that wouldn't be my first pick. But I mean, there certainly are various shades of it that can. Look I love nice. it. It's a good neutral. Pair it with whites. It just feels kind of fresh, especially when you've been wearing black for months and months. Yeah, that's I true. I love it coming okay. off of it. Yes. All right. How about Harry happy. Styles in his onesie, in his onesie that was black with brown and then a neon yellow. Yeah. That's an idea. I wonder if it had a zipper. It must have. I hope so. All right, we'll be back with another hour. We'll take your questions. We're going to talk about the five pieces every man needs after this.